0: What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Happy Money Making Mondays. This is your girl, Ja and welcome to Unapologetically Opinionated. We are now on episode six. No, I'm sorry, take that back. Episode seven. And I'm going to name this Appreciation of a Mother because I failed to upload an episode on Mother's Day due to a lot of fun festivities I was attending. So I went on and did it today. Uh, it's gonna air at ten o'clock tonight. So just bear with me, y'all. Let me see what I can tell Now I do have this story on Steve Wilkos. It was back in I want to say August of last year, and a young man came on his show. Um, due to the mom calling the show, saying that he was abusive and he steals and he he pushes her. Like, it got to the point, it got so emotional for me, I just had to share it, and I'm going to share it with you guys as well. I reposted it on my page on Facebook, Pretty Cha Cha, and I'm not sure who actually paid attention to the video, but it touched me so bad because, once again, this is the 17th year that's going on that I didn't have a mom. So, I have to go visit my mom, you know, in the dirt. So, that kind of hurts that someone that has their mom here still on earth would even disrespect or even just have that sort of hate where you see your mom as an enemy, you know. But I'm going to let you listen into it and maybe I could see was I tripping or not because I knew I wasn't tripping. The episode is my son is going to kill me. You choked your
1: mother, you put a knife to her throat, you pushed her down to the ground, punched her on her chest and stomach, take her social security checks. Is this true? Yes, it's true. Okay. Why do you do that to your mother? I do because I want to get hot. I mean, I have a bad
2: feeling inside, but I mean, after I get hot, the feeling is gone. It can't be the three of us anymore It got to be me and you Or it got to be you and the drugs I can't
1: take it What exactly is going to stop me From going back there right now And kicking this guy's ass I
2: need my son To stand up and be a man That I taught him to be
1: Get over here young man You know how much rage I have in me right now I stand here I see a man who said, one of the best mothers I've ever ran across, and this is the way you treat your mother. I don't think you feel my rage. I don't think you know how I feel right now. Welcome to the show. My first guest is Ken, and Ken, I'm told that you choked your mother, you put a knife to her throat, you pushed her down to the ground. You punched her on her chest and stomach. You take her social security checks, and you wrote checks in your dead grandfather's name. Yes. Is this true? Yes, it's true. Okay. So let's say you stand up while I ask you questions on why this happened. You don't understand why I have a problem with a guy... Hit his own mother, right? Yeah, I understand. And I, I I don't want you to be comfortable on my stage. If you make your own mother uncomfortable, then you don't get to be comfortable. okay? <laughs> now, here's the million-dollar question, Ken. Why do you do that to your mother?
3: I do because I want to get high. And I know that she had the money. So, you're okay with beating your mom and putting a knife to her throat and everything else? I mean, I have a bad feeling inside, but What's that bad feeling? That I may hurt, I may
1: kill her, but I mean, after I get high, the feeling is gone. But the feeling is bad while you're doing it, right? Right. Well, is there some instinct in you as a... How old are you? I'm 24. You're 24 years old, so you're a young man. Correct. Do you work? No, because I can't
3: get a job. I've been in prison twice, and she put me in there. And why did she put you in prison? Uh, for assaulting her and stealing my eye of hers. Well, does that come to us, uh, a
1: shock to you that she did that? Yeah. Really? That's my mom. Oh, that's my mom. And she shouldn't do that to you, right? Correct. Oh, but it's okay to put the knife to her throat and push her and punch her and do that so you can get high. No, it's not right, but she should just gave him the money. Isn't love a two-way street there, Ken? Yeah. This woman that raised, was she a good mother? Yeah, she was a good mom. Did she abuse you? No. Did she turn you on to drugs? No. Then why does she have to pay
3: the penalty? I mean, cause she put me in prison. I mean, I cook for her, she's sick. So I cook for her, clean, I do whatever I could. Whenever I working, I gave her money no matter what.
1: And then you, you what? You wanted to steal it back? No, that was fine. Because I, I work. You you can't get over the concept that your mom put you in prison. Correct, correct. And I can't get over the concept of you putting a knife to your mother's throat. Correct! Is your mother in good health? No. Is your mother sickly? Correct. Correct! If your sickly mother that raised you, that has done nothing wrong to you, was a good mother by your own words, then why would you do this to your own mother? Because she had put me in prison. Because of what you did to her!
2: I need need him to stand up and be a man that I taught him to be. What
1: exactly is going to stop me from going back there right now and kicking this guy's ass? Get over here, young man. I stand here and I see a man who's had one of the best mothers I've ever ran across, and this is the way you treat your mother. I don't think you feel my rage. I don't think you know how I feel right now. I've been told your mother's in poor health. She's got an aneurysm, and she's got a clogged valve in her heart. Yeah. And you're jumping on her, and you're putting knives to her throat. Yeah. You're a good son. (laughs) I was being sarcastic, by the way. And so, growing up, what was what was your relationship with like your mom? It was great.
3: It was great. It was great. I mean, when I he, um, she brought me wherever I want, if I need fifty dollars, she gave me fifty dollars no question asked. And she made sure you went to school. Yeah, I went to school every day. Did you were you involved in any activities in school? I played football. She, she come to your games. Yeah, she came she to every game. She cheer you on. Would well, there pick me up from practice every day? I'm 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 something's missing here.
1: Something is what kind of drugs are you on, Ken? I do crack and cocaine. Oh,
0: that is playing. There you go,
1: America. See <laughs> so what crack and cocaine does? You'll harm your own mother, the mother, the single mom that worked her ass off to provide for you, to make sure you grew up, that you were safe, comes to your football games to cheer you on, to one day have her son put a knife to her throat. Are you proud of yourself? No, I'm not proud. Do you feel bad about what you did? Yes, I
3: feel bad. That's why I emailed the show for So you emailed the show? Yes. And what did you, why did you email the show? I emailed the show, because I was tired of stealing from my family, lying to my family, hurt my mama. I want to stop, but I just don't know how. Well,
1: maybe the crack did eat up all your brain. <laughs> so you don't work, right? Correct. What was your last job? Uh, I used to be a correction officer. If I ever go to jail, I want you to be my jail guard. (laughs) You were a corrections officer. Yeah. So you worked in a jail? Yeah. A prison or a jail? A prison. You worked in a prison? Yeah. I did a good job of it, too. You did a good job of it. So when you were a corrections officer, and you're walking up and down the line, right, in front of all the cell doors, What about those guys behind those cells? What did you think about them? Somehow I felt sorry for, somehow I did. Because you ended up in the same place that you were working at, right? Right, twice. Twice! So you would think that a guy who's working in a prison, walking up and down there and dealing with these guys, you would think, I never, ever want to end up here. I mean, I've done shows in prison, but when I was a police officer, I never actually went to a prison. But as a cop, I knew I certainly wasn't going to go. I'm not going. I didn't want to go. I didn't even want to visit anybody I knew in there. Because prison's a pretty scary place, right? No. You get three meals a day,
3: watch TV all day. <laughs> Stuff is a whole lot cheaper.
1: Stuff's a whole... <laughs> it's like Costco for prisons. <laughs> so, weren't you getting that at home? The three meals a day? The watching TV? Things are a lot cheaper. Mom paid for everything for you when you were growing up. So you're telling me prison was better than home life? To me, it was. What exactly did you like about being in prison, Ken? I love prison
3: because I knew I could not hurt my mama and lie to my family no more about what I was doing.
1: Good answer. Good answer. Mm-hmm. You are starting to scare me a little bit there. But honestly, Ken, you got to tell me, you wouldn't want to go back, right? Correct. When you were in there, when you were in prison, you couldn't have had too much enjoyment, right? Right. Pretty tough in there? I Did worry. you get any beefs with some guys? No, I worry about my mind every man of the day. But I'm, I'm saying, as a former guy, a corrections officer, we all, I I, I know certainly what happens to policemen that get sent to jail. Life's pretty tough in their form, because now they're dealing with the guys that they sent to the prison. Now here's a correction officer that you had put the bad guys in check. Now you're in jail. I gotta imagine you had a few beefs while you were in prison with some guys. No, because the state made sure I was safe. Oh, they made sure you were safe. Isn't that nice? The state made sure you were safe. All right. But Ken, the big man doesn't keep his own mother safe.
2: Kids, you knows what's right. You knows what's wrong. I can't take it.
1: You should cry. I feel sorry for a woman that worked her butt off seven days a week to provide for you. And then what do you do? You turn her off and you put a knife to her neck. you steal from her. She did nothing wrong. <laughs> now that you're.
0: Let me just intervene into this since we are ready is halfway through the video. It amazes me that his choice of drug was crack cocaine. To be honest, he talked like it was crack that he was doing, and to be honest, he still has his head on right. Like he wants to do better. He he know he's in the wrong, and I just don't know how you could feel so mighty to take from a lady who had a choice to bring you into this world. Like niggas could have been swallowed type of shit. Adopted, given away, abandoned, you know, miscarried. The fact that God even allowed you to make it here. Healthy black young man that was blessed to have a job in the system. Sadly his wrongdoings turns him into an inmate but you can just hear it that he does want to change like that's a good thing that's one of the pros out of this whole episode like what I'm trying to get is reaching my audience that just appreciates your mom you have to honor thy mother thy father it is in the bible whether you read it skim over it whatever it's in that book okay and if you don't obey your parents or do right by them, nothing good is going to come to you. Just like do right by your kids. You don't do right by them, nothing's going to go good for you. Like, I was blessed to have a father that's still in my life to this day. This man will help me if I need it. And I'm forever grateful. I know a lot of fathers who walked out. I know a lot of fathers who didn't give a damn about their kids. I know a lot of Good fathers that can't be in a kid's life because they got dumbass baby mamas. Honor what you have before it's gone. And let me get back into this episode.
1: You're out of jail or prison. Where do you live? I live with my mom. Your mom, when you got out of prison, took you back in. At first she didn't, but
3: I told her lies that I wouldn't change
0: and eventually you told her lies that you would change. Wow, so let's tap into that. Why would you lie? Like, is it ever that serious, like, to lie to your mom? Like, if you're not gonna change, you're not gonna change. Now, if you need somewhere to stay, you shoulda just said that. Don't lie to me. I tell my kids, keep it real with me. Please don't lie to me. If I'm doing something wrong, and, you know, empower me, you know, educate me, don't belittle me, let me understand what's going on. I'm going to go ahead and um, break y'all off with a song or two. Um, this may not actually be Detroit artists. A lot of people haven't been tapping with their music. And I didn't get a chance to finish my song Mother's Day. Um I haven't been back in the studio actually to re-record it. So I can get mastered and whatever. Um, but the verse is done. So maybe later down the week I will figure it out. Maybe I can finish it for you guys and get that going out. Um Yep, let me get into some music for y'all. And we'll be right back.
4: I gotta keep it real, I can't pretend To so many losses, I just wanna win I pray to God forgive me every time I sin Get up on a tree and blow it like the wind I gotta keep it real, I can't pretend Took so many losses, I just wanna win Pray to God forgive me every time I sin Get up on the tree and blow it like the wind. You ever had to burn candles with your lights off? You niggas cap, I spit them facts. I'm nothing like y'all. Yeah. Pour this heat on you, I bet you take that ice off. That chopper sprayed the whole room like lights off. I still held it down. When I was fucked up, like I said, Cooper, I went and getting my bucks up. Call me a virgin, I give no fucks Stay hiding in 30-inch rims on trucks. Whoa, you giving that slut all your cash to okay. fuck. I fuck up for free, she go search a lot of They will sleep below me, they ain't no I have, flow. I always sleep in no palace and flow. Stopping for meals like I'm hungry and poor. Don't get chalked like a classroom boy. it with thread, I got it so. Tricking codeine like I got a cold. She see me dripping from head to toe. She get on her knees and give me that throw. Say this big bit when she sit on this pole. She need a bikini, she wear a bowl. I gotta keep it real, I can't pretend. To so many losses, I just wanna win. I pray to God forgive me every time I sin Get upon a tree and blow it like the wind Say blow it like the wind I gotta keep it real, I can't pretend For my fam, for my kids and my mans And my girl here forever, this the plan Start with a grand, make a million
0: What's up, y'all? We are back. Hope y'all enjoyed that little giggity-giggity. Okay, I'm gonna get into the second part of this episode. This is when he actually talks to the mom, so I can probably get a perspective of the son through her eyes. Because even though he kept it real and said what he did, it gets a little bit deeper than that. And she fed up shit. Listen to what she gotta say.
1: Mary, I just a little background on yourself. You raised your son as a single mother. Yes, I did. And you worked the whole time raising raising him. Yes, I did. And he said that when you made sure he was in school, you made sure that whatever he wanted, you basically gave it to him. He played football. You went to all his games. Yes, yes, I did. Describe me. Describe yourself as a mother to me. As a mother. I feel
2: like that when you have a child, that you become secondary, and that whatever uh, you put your child first, and you provide for that child, you make sure that uh, well and raised in a well-balanced home, look out for them, keep them from home and dangerous, in the home and out the home, be there for your child, and to let them know that I'm here, no matter what's going on, you know, I'm behind you. And, you know, it's like that prayer. As a mother, you don't see, when you walk with your children and stuff, you don't see two of uh, one footprints in the sand. You see two. Because you're there that when your child falls, you're there to catch and hold them up, and say, we can go on. Wow.
1: The truth. If, you, if you know, ma'am, everything that just came out of your mouth, I should print on a board and we should put that on stage because it's the best thing any mother's ever said on my stage. Thank you. Thank you. Here's, here's a mother that deserves, this is what's a mother that's right in America. Single mom, not making excuses, you did everything for your son and everything that you just said is what I believe in too. Oh, yeah, K-Boy, okay, this is the woman you want to abuse.
2: It can't be the three of us anymore. It got to be me and you, or it got to be you and the drugs. I can't take it. You just need to go head on, make up your mind that I'm going to be a man that I taught you to be. because so it's time to stop playing. It's time for you to say, I want to help my mother.
1: I know you're here because you want me to help your son
2: right Uh, yes I do we well it's like this we only have one another and and uh I'm disabled and stuff and I cannot do my housework I cannot cook for myself I cannot do anything and you know my sister she worked and my brother worked so he's he helps me I, you need him because you're in poor health and I the only people him. you have is each other it's just each other since my father just. passed away which i was caretaker of him which he took very good care of my father but at this point in time i need my son to uh, be there for me to help me because i'm not able to do it for, by myself i will suffer in the long run because of bad health and stuff and, but I need him to stand up and be a man that I taught him to be, to be the caretaker that I taught him to be. And I want him, which I feel like that he wants to do it, but he has this handicap with his drugs and stuff that will let him do it because he choose to
1: go that route. That's right. That's not a handicap. That's not a disability. That was a, a, a fine young man up to one point that you raised the right weight. And this man, who says he loves you, he loves he loves you so much. He put a knife to your throat. He did. Now I I, I got it. It's it's so crazy, man. When he you did all this for your son, and I can see that you absolutely love your son. I do. When he put that knife to your throat, what was going through your mind?
2: Uh, it was very unexpectedly. I was walking from the living room to the kitchen, and all of a sudden he grabbed me and put it to my neck, and I knew then that that was going to be the end of me because i knew he was high but uh he does things like that to me when he high, pushing me uh, against things big bruises and stuff um uh, but when he high, he only seen um, that dragon that, that he's carrying and don't care about anyone like you know it's all about me
1: and you, because you were scared you did call the
2: police and had him locked up a couple times right Yes, I did. I give him many uh, chances also.
1: Uh, You gave him many chances where you didn't call the police. And then I called the police. When he got out of prison this last time, was this the knife incident? No, the the knife
2: incident was beforehand.
1: Okay, with this last time, what did he go to jail for doing to
2: you? A common law robber and uh, assault on the female because he did choke me. Uh, It was... He put his hands around your throat. Yes, he did. The last time that uh, he went to prison, it was after... I, uh, it was after we had just uh, buried my father and came home and um, he was wanting, he had took the money that Sunday and that Monday he was wanting the rest of it. The people had given to me for my father in burial. And um, he tried choking me. And that was very scary because I had, back here in June, I had just had a back uh,
1: operation. You just get done burying your father, which I got to imagine is pretty traumatic for you. Yes. Losing your father. Yes. And then you come home and he wants to steal the money that the people gave you to help you out to bury your father. Yes, he did. What exactly is going to stop me from going back there right now and kicking this guy's ass? This is is one of the worst stories I've ever heard because we get guys on the show, girls, parents weren't there for them, parents abused them, sexually, physically, did all these crazy things with their kids, abandoned them, took off. Here, you're working your life away to support this, and I don't mean to offend you, this slug who's 24 years old now who wants to rob his mother after your father had just passed away i mean i've never i i, I do the show and i always say i'm not going to be surprised i'm surprised i'm shocked this is the one of the craziest stories i've ever heard of he wants to rob his mother after your father just died his grandfather was his grandfather good to him yes my my father was great with
2: him my father He loves his grandkids, but he was the closest. And my father would do anything for him. All he had to do was ask. It can't be the three of us anymore. It got to be me and you, or it got to be you and the drugs. I can't take it. You just need to go head on, make up your mind that I'm going to be a man that I taught you to be. Because it's time to stop playing. It's time for you to say, I
1: want to help my mother. As a baller, how do you feel the way he treats you?
2: I feel bad because you expect that from someone on the outside, not from someone in your home.
1: To me... Especially not someone that came out of your womb. That's true. Why this last time especially? Why did you let ken back in the house why did you let him back in the house i told him that he couldn't come back and i meant it but my health
2: has started to fail and stuff and at that time two weeks after where he went to a, a, a mission and two weeks and i went to visit him there two weeks after he got back into the house um i got real sick
1: so you let him in because you the only person that you have that can help you is your son. Is my son. And did he tell you he was going to change and everything yes, else? Yes, he did. He said that he was going to change that he was going to do better. Did it, did it let, did, was he okay for a little bit? Or? Oh,
2: yeah. If he was fine for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, that was one of the reasons that I moved from my home that was pretty well paid for to an apartment to get him away from the neighborhood. But then I talked to him and I told him that he don't need to go around that Neighborhood. So you
1: sold your house that you said was almost paid for and took an apartment so you would keep him away from the bad influence. Well, the family felt like that I didn't need to be out there by myself
2: since my father had passed away because we lived in the, you know, right. rural area and stuff. And so while he was in prison, I didn't move. And uh, and I wrote him and let him know where I, well, he wrote me first to let him know where I was at and stuff. And I stayed in contact. Yes, I did to keep him from that bad neighborhood. But he, I guess, got that I'm strong enough that I can go back to the, the, uh, the neighborhood and uh, the same dramatized started again. And it's, it's to the point now that uh, I don't want to hurt my child. I love my child. But it's getting to the point now that it's getting worse and worse. And I get in my head, it's going to either be me or him if he go come at me the wrong way. And I do not believe no matter how old they are, to abuse a child because my mother did not raise me that way.
1: You know, I'm just figuring out in my head because this isn't a child. I took a child last week to jail, to prison, to show him what his life would be like to try to change that young man's life. But here we're talking about a 24-year-old man who not only worked in a prison, he served two terms in prison. So I can't do that. That's not gonna, that's not so gonna scare him straight. This is a man that said, hey, prison's not so bad. I got three square meals a day and things are cheap. Like, what am I gonna do to straighten this young man out? Um, I know I'd like to send him down to my father and have my father raise him for a few years. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> Cause I'm a little busy raising my own kids. And I wish my dad was a young enough man because he wouldn't put his hands on you. And I guarantee you, Ken would not be on crack. He'd keep him walking a straight line. So when I'm here, I'm going to help you tell your son, no more, no more. Ken, why don't you drag your butt back out here on this stage?
2: Kendrick, I love you. But I'm tired of you abusing me. I want you to get right, to do right. It's to the point now, Kendrick. I just want to to live my life to the point that I can just... There's going to be trouble and stuff, and I know that. But yet and still, Kendrick, it can't be the three of us anymore. It got to be me and you, or it got to be you and the drugs. I can't take it. You just, you just need to go head on, make up your mind that I'm going to be a man that I taught you to be because you know how to take care of yourself. You went way up there to Georgia, the middle of Georgia. You took care of yourself. You went to college. You took care of yourself that whole semester. You know what how to 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 go out and work because you worked up there. Kendrick, you knows what's right you knows what's wrong I raised you in the church your grandmother raised you in the church it's time to stop playing it's time for you to say I want my family I want my mother
1: that I want to help my mother I want you to be a son that she can count on and help her with her health problems I tell you, the most heartfelt apology that I've ever heard in my life right now to your mother. (laughs) Get over here, young man. (laughs) Do you know how much rage I have in me right now? Yeah. Do you really? I don't think you do. Because you don't have my life experiences. Do you know how many children... I've seen in my lifetime that don't have a mother that have been abused because their mother wasn't around, that they didn't have a mother to protect them. I stand here and I see a man who's had one of the best mothers I've ever ran across, and this is the way you treat your mother. I don't think you feel my rage. I don't think you know how I feel right now. should cry because i feel like crying i feel sorry for a woman that worked her butt off seven days a week to provide for you and then what do you do you turn around and you put a knife to her neck you steal from her and she did nothing wrong the best mother your mother is one of the best mothers i've ever run across the things that she's hold on a second the things that she said She put you first, as every good parent should. She worked her butt so she could give you everything, so you would be fed. She had nobody. And when there was a threat to you and her, she was smart and strong and got rid of the threat. And what's her reward at the end of her life for raising a child the right way? What's her reward? A son that will steal lie. Possibly kill his mother by pushing her down because she has an aneurysm. That's her reward. How about all the people out there don't have a mother? One day, I don't know who will go first, you or your mom, because your lifestyle doesn't tend to live a long time. But someday when your mom's gone, when she's gone and you can't say you're sorry anymore, when she's gone for good, what are you going to feel, Ken? feel wow my mama treated her really good she's up in heaven she's probably looking down at me and the sad part is she will be she'll always love you she'll always treat you good she'll give you chance after chance but no more no more you heard her and you know what now there's not the three of us now there's the drugs and the three of us that makes the four of us (laughs) I want to help you, young man. I certainly do. Because helping you will help me get the rage out of me that I feel for you right now. And I'm doing this because I want a mother to have her son back that she used to have. A son, the only person in her life that she can count on through difficult times. I want you to be a son that she can count on and help her with her health problems. That's why I'm going to do this. So... But before I help you, I better hear the most heartfelt apology that I've ever heard in my life right now to your mother.
3: Oh, I love you. I love you too. Yeah, I, wanna you. I want to
1: change. I want to change. Get over there by your mother. There's li- I think there's a little more apology in you. I think there's a little more, Ken.
3: I'm sorry for stealing from you, I'm sorry for assaulting you. I just need some help. I'm sorry you put it back through your throat. Okay. <laughs> I just want you to do right. That's
2: all I asked of you. To be the man that I taught you today. That's all. Do I have your promise, step? That- if this helps that thing's gonna be different. I will change though. I want you to. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I
5: love it. I love you too. <laughs>
1: everything that you just said I really do but only time will tell I can't promise the audience people watching at home that we turn Ken's life around in an hour I'm not gonna make a stupid statement like that but what if you want my help you leave straight from here and you go with one of my police officers and you go straight to rehab no going home no packing your things you go straight to rehab that's part of the deal do you agree to that? Yeah. Hey, ma'am, you told our producers that you've fallen behind with your electric bills, water bills, and everything else. Yes. We're gonna help you and we're gonna get your bills off current. Yeah.
0: Okay, y'all, we're going to go ahead and go to break um, because, yeah, y'all know I'm a cancer. I got a little emotional, so I got to get myself together, but I'm going to drop off two more songs for y'all. We're going to be right back with the disrespect for me today. Um, It really wasn't today. Uh, it was about a week ago, but I made sure that this person was going to be on my disrespect for, the, for that day because I felt a little disrespectful. But, um, disrespected, excuse me. But, um, yep, that's that's what it's going like. And we're going to come back with the ending, the closing. And I'm going to holler at y'all in a
5: minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the disrespect for me. Yeah, so the disrespect came like a couple days ago. I was on the east side. Yeah. <sighs> that, that, that other side, that, that side... I was over there, and I was at the gas station on Gratiot and Mac. I do believe I want to say it's a marathon. Shit, it might be a BP at this moment. It might be a motherfucking mobile. I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. So I went in there because I was with a friend, and we were drinking. And I didn't have a cup, so I thought I could walk in this gas station and get me a little coffee cup, a you know, little styrofoam cups or like a slushy cup real quick. The whole time I go straight in there, and I go to where the cups and shit at, you know, over there near the coffee maker and the slushy machine. Pulls out a cup. I'm about to walk out the door. Like I threw my hand up with the cup. Like letting my men know I got the cup. I'm about to go. This nigga say 25. I say I say what? Like I literally had to get closer and closer because I really couldn't hear him. Like he wanted them hobby bees, so I had to get real fucking close because I couldn't hear him. So he like 25 cents. I said, for what? I said, "His cup." He like, yeah, but like he's smirking. So I really thought it was a motherfucker joke. So I was about to leave. Like, <laughs> all right, nigga, play. Like, all right, nigga, have a good day, woo woo. Stay safe. Whole time I'm about to walk out the door, he yelled like, hey, like 25, like, I'm like, what? I said, what? So I put the cup politely, respectfully, and humbly on the counter. I said, I'll be back. Walked outside. I said, give me a motherfucking quarter, friend. Because at this point, this nigga really ain't giving me no cup. Because I don't have a quarter. Like, a bitch ain't have a, a penny on. So, I goes back into the store as I'm proceeding to give him the quarter in the little slot. He laughs it. I said, you know where you're going on my podcast and I said, what's your name? He said, Aaron. I said, okay, Aaron at the gas station on Gresham Mech. I said you going on my podcast. I said unapologetically opinionated. I'm on Apple. I'm on Google. Motherfucker, I'm on six different platforms. So if you can't find me, you will find me. This one's for you, Erin. Try that shit again when I come back on that stuff. Don't fuck. Yeah, it was a disrespect for me. Uh... Take y'all a break. <laughs>
6: A bitch, she layin' right next to me. Loyalty and love is how you stand next to me. You only live once. Let me. I'm trying to buy beats IQ over you, work Show you I'm the best of being. I took a shot of faith, and now I found destiny. If life's a bitch, she laying right next to me. Loyalty and love, it's how you stand next to me. You only live once, let me start out my legacy. Let me see different nights, I don't even get to sleep. Anytime I'm lost, somewhere I find a different me. Lines parallel. Cruise control, imagine when you control the crew These thoughts were monetized by different views That's how you define perception, that's what is coming to The significance of the understanding somebody after you I roll with honor before any man can call me fool Too solid with principles, they didn't come from school They draw the line, they can tell that I was a different dude The game of chess, define the way that colors move They apply just the racism, then they set the rules Wonder if it all stops or will we all prove? In other words, don't worry about where we coming from, just picture what we're running to. We Don't be offended when you. they mention you. Don't yeah. be offended when they didn't mention you.
0: Alright you guys and we are back and we are about to wind it down and I will hit y'all with a little end note. Now today's topic was about appreciation of a mother and I've discussed where my feelings were at and I enjoyed my mother's day, I did, I got a chance to see my babies, so I enjoyed myself and I hope that all the mothers whether you're single, whether you have help, anybody that's helping you with your children, mothers, stepmothers, godmothers, all of the mothers, even the one that's miscarried. If you ever had the title of being a mother, I appreciate you. I appreciate all my queens. Because at the end of the day, we make this world go round. Motherfuckers better get it together, okay? But yeah, that's just where it's at. Please appreciate your mother, your father. Appreciate family. Appreciate real genuine love. Because it is not out here. And when somebody come across you or your path, just be grateful. Whether it was a lesson or a blessing. A season or a reason. They showed up, they showed out, and that was that. Whatever you grasped out that situation, it's on you. I just wish everybody, everybody a happy Mother's Day. Father's Day right around the corner, fellas, so we ain't forget about you. So, I am going to in this episode and... I will holler at y'all later on during the ending of this week. Um, I have a lot of things I need to do far as my business and y'all in it, so don't do that. But yeah, I got a lot of things I gotta kind of tidy up on. Uh, so that's where it is. Uh, probably a air Friday, if not Friday Sunday. And of course, if not one of those days, I am going to make it. So I upload at least one episode towards the end of this week. Somehow, whether it's a normal open talk, something. But I'm going to give y'all something because I got to keep my audience. got to keep y'all listening. Some of the things that I say or I repeat or repost, a lot of people don't even give a fuck about. But that's not my problem because this is unapologetically. So, and this is my opinion. So, like, you can always click the fuck off. But I'm going to go ahead and see y'all next week. And y'all have a good night. And a more productive week. Later.